Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Hello, and welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen, and I'm joined today by the fabulous Catherine Lang. Catherine, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited too. We're going to have a fun conversation. I am really excited to dive into our topic today, which is all around focused flexibility, which is so cool and something we all need. And I think Catherine is a fabulous person to share it with us. We've just been talking and she gets it, you guys. She's a mom. She knows what the mom life is like, particularly boy mom life, even though her boys are a little bit older. So to start off, Catherine, I'd love to hear a little bit. Just tell us about you, about your family, and we'll go from there. I am a encourager by nature. My, um, I would say that when I was born, I'm the one that slapped the doctor on the rear and told him he did a good job. That is just my natural born being. And it worked out great because I am a mother of three boys. I homeschooled all three of them uh, through graduation. Our youngest is getting ready to graduate. While I was homeschooling, I built a full-time writing career. I wrote multiple books. I have nine in print currently. I freelanced as a a magazine and a newspaper author, and I launched a podcast. So I did all this stuff while I was homeschooling, while I was taking care of aging parents, while I was managing the house, while I had a two-acre show flower garden. So you can do it all. I have learned that when you have your focus flexibility, you find your way to do it all. Okay. I love this because so many of us feel like there's just too much, too many things. And what ends up happening is we prioritize the kids because we're good mamas and we love them. And that's what ends up taking precedence. And then all the other things you said, the writing, the podcast, the flower garden, those things that sound fun and nice, and we'd love to do them just don't get done because we're stuck in the day-to-day, in the laundry, in the cleaning up the boys' bathroom, in that kind of stuff. And it never (laughs) feels like we can get to the other things, right? Exactly. So so this is good. So I want to dive into into this. Now, one thing you said about yourself, which I find is really interesting, you're an encourager. And I think that's an awesome characteristic to have. Tell me what that means to you. For me, it means that I'm constantly on the lookout for ways I can infuse other hearts. I'm I'm exposing my heart so I can infuse other hearts with the courage, the strength, the boldness to step out their unique design. Whether it is the person in the grocery store and just a smile, or uh, it is the person at the red light, you know, that you encounter. These little bits and pieces of encouragement give me encouragement. And so I'm always looking for ways to encourage other people. Okay. So many things I love about that. And one of the things that I want to highlight there is for listeners, maybe some of you are encouragers too, and don't 
stop to notice it. Don't stop to notice that that is a talent, that that's a gift you've been given. So I love that you just say this unapologetically, Catherine, that I'm an encourager. Here's something that I have to give the world and that's who I am. And it's awesome because when you know that about yourself, when you know what your, your skill, your talent, your gift is, it infuses what you do. And so I'm sure that comes through in the way that you mom in the way that you homeschool, in the way that you encourage your flowers to grow even, right? If I had a word for me, I would say- No, I have to stop you right there just for a second because my husband gets tickled at me. I have, uh, we, because of the two tornadoes, we're no longer in our, our, our house got destroyed this last tornado and we're in a rental, but I have all these house plants and I go around and I talk to them every day. I talk about, oh, I see that you really like this new location and look at you. That's a new leaf. You're so, this is so good. I'm so proud of you. That is too funny. See, I didn't even know that, but I just I guess. And yeah, look at that. So you as an encourager, even encourage your plants. I love that so much because then if you know that, if you're like, okay, that's who I am and that's what I offer the world, then you know how to, you know how to care for your plants. You are going to encourage the heck out of those things. For me, I feel like one of the, the gifts that I have, one of the things that I have is I'm a teacher. And so I look at that theme throughout my life and it's like, okay, even when I'm doing something else, I'm also teaching that it makes its way into a lot of the things that I do. And so it's really interesting when you can come up with that identity piece. Now, tornadoes, that was, let's talk about that. So you lost your home in a tornado. You just breezed right by there. Let's, let's talk about that. Well, in 2011, um, North Alabama was hit by, I think it was we we had actually 67 tornadoes that touched down in a day, in a day 24 hour period and our community got hit by four uh, we were fortunate we just had trees fall on our house in 2011 but we had to rebuild okay. so i learned a lot about being extremely flexible we were without electricity for 3 weeks wow wow so that that was very interesting and um you know being flexible and how we homeschooled and, and what we focused on and how we did things was a requirement because we didn't have electricity for three weeks and then we were in a different location for six months. Then in 2020, you know, the world kind of turned upside down. Well, on Easter night, a tornado landed on our house and it didn't even bring us ruby slippers. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> So it just, it just, it it literally destroyed the house. And uh, on top of the quarantine and everything else, we were faced with trying to rebuild our lives. Um, and it took three and a half years that, that we, we struggled with the insurance company. Um, at that time, you know, my husband was teaching, my son was going to, to private school at the time, but then he switched gears because he, he, he didn't, he wasn't getting fed the way he needed. He was being bullied at private school. So he came home and we had to adjust everything to new rentals every six months to new uh, schedules. And it just, it was an interesting ride, but it taught me a lot about the flexibility, the importance of flexibility when we're faced with life, life's going to hit us. And if we don't, if we don't bend, 
as my trees can attest to, if you don't bend when that tornado lands on you, you will break and you will fall on the house. Oh, wow. Okay. That is, that is amazing. Uh, some story I have to say. So it doesn't make me want to move to Alabama. I think I'm going to stay here in California for now. Uh, we were talking before the show, we had a hurricane in California and we got a few inches of rain and, uh, and nothing like not even any wind. I don't even know if it was a real hurricane, but they call it a hurricane and, uh, and everyone freaked out. And here you are just no big deal. 67 tornadoes in one year, just piece of cake. We can handle that kind of thing. Uh, which look at you. I think that's, that's amazing. Um, now, you have obviously been through many things, including losing your home and more than one time, um, and still managed to thrive in that and still managed to do a lot of things over, over the course of your career and your motherhood. And so one of the things that I want to talk about is, you know, when you've got all of these different things going on in your life, different balls that you're juggling, how do you really get clear on what you want to spend your time on, what matters, what you really need to, to get done? About, I would say about 10 years ago, uh, a friend of mine challenged me at the end of the year to come up with what she called a focus word. I call it an anchor word. It's the thing that keeps me anchored in my coming year. And I expanded that to what I like to refer to as my whiteboard of world domination. And it is a four by four whiteboard that covers four areas, my aspirations, my uh, transformation, my uh, stewardship, and my fellowship. So my aspiration is my business. My transformation is my mind and body. And my stewardship is all that stuff that we have and, and my schedule. And then my fellowship is all my connections and friendships and relationships. And the more I looked at that, the more I realized it's, there's four squares. And if you put four squares on a seesaw and you take any one square off, you shoot the other ones across the room. So we, I had to learn how to focus a balance on each of those areas. And when the tornadoes hit, instead of looking at it as, okay, I can't do this, I just shifted to how I could do that in different ways. For instance, all of our stuff was in um, pods because we thought we were going to be you know, rebuilding and moving back into the house. Oh, I couldn't take care of my stuff the way I was supposed to. I just shifted my focus to taking care of other people's stuff. Because I was staying in rentals. I was taking, you know, I was in a hotel for seven weeks. Do not recommend that ever. Yeah. Um, especially during quarantine, because you have to change your own sheets in the hotel. Yeah, it's not cool at all. Oh. <laughs> but it's a matter of just every morning I get up and I look at my four squares and I think, how can I allocate a little bit of time in each of these squares? And then I break it down. The little bits is key to me. Uh, one year I wrote a million words in uh, on my personal writing, and I was also writing for other clients, but I wrote a million of my own 15 minutes at a time. I, I cook my meals for the for the whole month. I prep them one day, once a month planning. 
the little bits make the biggest difference. And for moms, that's so essential because sometimes you only get a little bit of time here and a little bit of time there. So you take those 15 minutes of little bits and there's a lady on Twitter called the fly lady. And she really advocates the 15 minutes. Um, I'll do 15, I'll do 20, I'll do 30. It just depends on my mood and five. You know, you can get up and move and do some exercises for five minutes. You do that six times a day. You've done 30 minutes of exercising. And, and, and you didn't even know you did it. Okay. I love this because that's what we're all about here is simplifying. And that's what I hear coming through. Like, just keep it simple. Keep it basic and you can get stuff done. And I think part of... The, the main problem, why we don't get things done that we want to, is this overwhelm. We just look at like, oh my gosh, there are so many things that I need to do. The, you've got the laundry overflowing over here and someone just spilled this and I've got dinner to make. And, and by the time we even, before we've even done a thing, we're just like, ah, I can't do anything. Go, go check social media because it just feels like so much. We haven't even done one thing. And so... I love that you've broken this down into four categories because I think our minds work so much better that way, right? Once we've kind of like, okay, I don't have to do everything. I need to do these four things. These are the four priorities. So in your whiteboard of world domination, which is fun. So you have these different categories and then how do you, so every day, so, so Take us through the process. You woke up this morning, you looked at your whiteboard and you said, okay, what now? What's the process? Like you look at it and then how do you know what goes in each category? How do you know what you need to take care of each day? Um, I have, I have a, I have a planner and on that planner, I have it, the four squares and I go in and I put every week I have broken down my big dream goals into smaller attainable little bits and then every day I take those little bits and and I make them even smaller and at the end of the day if I only check off two things on my to-do list I give myself a sticker a little because I I did something so, and, and as moms, we have a tendency to think if I didn't get it all done, then I'll never get it all done. And we all know that's not true. How many of us have spent all day Saturday catching up on the laundry because we didn't or spent an hour in the kitchen washing the dishes because we didn't. And, and for the record, there are no brownies and none of the wood animals will come out and wash your dishes at night while you're sleeping. <laughs> I have waited. It doesn't happen. <laughs> so, okay. This is so great. So what I hear you saying is that it doesn't start with the daily. It doesn't start with, uh, just go and like, okay, what is, what is it for today? You have a bigger vision and a broader vision. So where's the starting point for you? What is the biggest, broadest vision? Is it lifetime? What does it look like? I, I set up a big dream goal every year. And um, I believe that your dreams need to be a little bit impossible and a little bit scary because it pushes you out of your comfort zone. And then I break those big, and I have a big dream for each of my four squares. So for my transformation, every year I aim to read a book a week. Every year I want to, to read a book a week. 
and, and little things like that. How many connections can I make this year? How many cards can I send out? How many acts of service can I do this year? Then I break them down each week into weekly amounts. What am I going to, and I don't do everything every week except chores. Cause if you don't do the chores, they bite you. So do your chores every week. <laughs> but I have broken down my chores to three and three. So three days and then the daily, then the weekly chores repeat again in three days. And that's so that if I miss it on Monday, I can get it on Thursday. Yeah. So I, yeah, give yourself that flexibility. Yes. Um, and then every morning I get up and I think about my day. Uh, I will give you a, for instance, last night, uh, yes, on Sundays is when I prep my meals and I said, okay, here's what we're going to have for the following week. And I went over it with my husband and my son that's still here. Is this okay with y'all? And they were like, oh, this is great. Well, unbeknownst to me, they decided that they're going down to uh, a college today. So my today meal plan went straight out the window. <laughs> Yeah. Because they're not here. So instead of freaking out, which would have been the easiest thing to do, I just shifted it to another day. It's like, you know, we'll just do this another day. There you go. Okay. Focused flexibility. Focused on the big goal. Flexible in how you get there. Okay. Yeah. That's where that flexibility comes in. Okay. So focused flexibility, you kind of just did, but define it for us. What does that mean to you, that, that concept? Really, it is ultimately focused flexibility is all about knowing you, knowing where you're going and staying focused on that, not letting anything knock you off that big dream, but flexible in how you get there, because life is going to cause twists and turns and situations. My best example is if you plan a vacation, you know, that's your big goal is getting to vacation. And if you get on the interstate and you start to your vacation destination and you hit a detour, you follow the detour to your destination. Don't go home. But we have a tendency to go home in our life journey when we hit those detours. Focused flexibility says it's okay if you didn't get all the chores done today because you can do them again on Thursday. It says it's okay that you didn't get all the laundry folded today. It's time the kids learned how to fold their own laundry. So we give ourselves permission to be flexible in how we get there. And for the record, if you let your kids fold their own laundry, you have to be okay with how your kids fold their laundry. Yes. Yeah. Which in my family's case means they just chuck it in their drawer. And you know what? That's okay. Like, that's okay. Who says it has to be folded? It gets in the drawer. They rewear it. It's all fine. As long as I'm not rewashing the clean clothes, which is not okay with me, then that's fine. But uh, yeah, and that's okay. So I love, I love this analogy that you gave us of a vacation, of going on a trip, because I think that we can see that in that example so clearly that like, okay, so if there's a detour, I'm just going to take the detour. Additionally, if there's traffic and it takes longer than we thought, then you know what? What happens in that scenario? Well, we are a little frustrated. It's a little frustrating. And maybe we even gripe a little bit and we, we get frustrated and mad and whatever happens in that car, but we keep going. And that that concept, that idea of 
getting to where we want to go, I think is really powerful. Um, and sometimes what's missing in mom life is setting the destination. It's almost like, well, I'm too busy with the kids and the whatever to even plan a vacation. And in this case, the vacation is an analogy for writing nine books and starting a podcast, right? It's for those, those other things that feel like extras. Um, and we say, okay, well, I can't do this now. I'll have to do this later. And we put our dreams on hold. And then meanwhile, we are frustrated and stressed out because we're not doing the things that, that excite us, that bring us alive. Exactly. And, and that's why it's so important to know who you are. And you mentioned this earlier about your gifts for teaching. And we write off our natural gifts. We write off our strengths because everybody always tells us you need to work on your weaknesses. No, you need to lean into your strengths. There's a reason you have them. Lean into what comes at you naturally. I am a natural born encourager. My goal in life is to be the number one encouragement speaker in the world. And I kept running into people that would say, well, you can't do that for a living. Watch me. I mean, I'm just to that point. Watch me. Just yeah. because you say I can't or if it's it's never been done that way before, we need to give ourselves, we encourage our kids to do it. We need to give ourselves permission to live who we are uniquely designed to be and to do it with bold intention. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. And I love this, how it all ties in to, to doing the thing, going for it, making that bold choice and giving ourselves grace when it doesn't all work out. And that, that formula right there is just like, okay, you guys, you got it. Now go out, have a great life because that's what you need in order to do it. So the last question that I want to dive into here is everything that we've talked about with focus flexibility, with this, with a system for like narrowing down, you know, what we're going to spend time on, what matters, what's important, and then breaking it down. How does that make mom life simpler? Because of the homeschooling aspect of my journey and my, and having boys, because yes, boys, um, those boys, moms, boy moms know they, they just know Get it. Uh, yeah. having a, a schedule, having a map, you would never go on vacation without a map, uh, knowing where your destination is located. You don't get in your car and go, okay, let's hope we end up on vacation. Yeah. Um, you get in your car with a plan to get to your destination. We need to take time to define our destination as moms, um, for our family and for ourselves. And then we need to map out how we're going to get there because it'll allow us the grace. It'll allow us the ability to take the detours. It will allow us to see opportunities where maybe we didn't see opportunities before. Um, there, There is, you either see the problem or you see the possibility. And when you have a map and you have a plan, the possibilities are so much easier to see. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I think that's so important. I hope you guys will take that and just really do what Catherine has spelled out. Define your destination, figure out where you want to go, because that's the first step in doing all of this. 
you can spend your time and get really good at checking things off. And I was there for a long time. Like I had a very long list of very unimportant things of like, I'm going to do the dishes. I'm going to go buy my daughter a new whatever at Target. And, and my day was filled up with little unimportant things. But what was missing was this broader destination. Where am I getting to? Where are these things leading me to? In that case, if they're such small things, they're leading me to another day just like today. And that ends up after time just feeling like you're spinning your wheels and you're not going anywhere. And while we're raising kids in the process and, and all of that is important and needs to be, I mean, it, it needs to be done. There are things that definitely need to be done. When we have the broader vision of what we're doing it all for, it makes all the difference. So these are so good. I love this topic that we've shared and your energy, Catherine. You're so much fun. Where can people find you, find your books? In fact, as you're sharing, you know, where people can connect with you, I would also love if you just told us a little bit about your favorite book that you've written and uh, where people can find that as well. Well, you can find me over at katherinelang.com. That's the easiest place to find me and find my books. Um, and that'll lead you to every every other. But I'm Katherine Lang or Katherine C. Lang on every social media outlet on the planet. Um, and I encourage you to contact me. If you're struggling to find your encouragement, I want to be here to encourage you. So please do not hesitate to send me a direct message, send me an email, whatever you need to get the next step done. My favorite book is called Place and Purpose, and it is the four questions that you um, can answer for yourself to help you determine what it is you're uniquely designed to do. I am big on finding your uniqueness and living it. Yeah. Okay. That sounds like it promises to be a favorite for me too. I'm excited to go check that out. So thank you so much for being here. You've shared so many good things. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me and just be good to yourself. Love it. Good, good thoughts. Thanks for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. Need some help making your mom life simple? I offer group coaching programs using my four-step method called the Mom's Method. This is a process of manifestation, organization, mobilization, and simplification that will give you the balance, progress, and joy you're looking for. Visit chanelnielsen.com or go to bit.ly forward slash mom life book to get your copy of my brand new book, Stop Putting Yourself Last. I love to hear from you, so reach out with your questions, your feedback, and let me know how I can help make your mom life simple.